What's up, everybody? This is Mario Maitland, also known as Rio. Make sure you go like and subscribe to our channel below so you don't miss out on any of this great content going forward. The innocence of people from all over the world has been stripped away from the threat of gun violence. Because of its cycle, it hasn't stopped and it only has become a part of our reality. We must come together and create that balance so that we can eliminate the threat of gun violence. The issue of the gun violence is everyone's issue. And this problem is everyone's problem. Let's make a change today. This is a place where I don't feel alone. Oh man, get me out. Get me out of here, man. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to yet another episode of What's Next Podcast. We are joined by Damian Riley as a bonus episode of season one. So that was my big announcement. This is the big announcement. We got Damian Riley here to talk about his organization here in the Lexington, Kentucky community called Project Body Bag, as you guys can see. Damian Riley, man, it is an absolute honor to have you on this show. I've heard a lot about you, and we've talked we've talked uh, for a long time now, and I've always wanted to have you on this show. You know, it's all about time, and, and, and I think this is the perfect opportunity. Damian Riley, man, welcome to the show, man. Thank you for having me. Uh, peace and blessings. I want to say thank you for having me, man. Uh, it's an amazing thing that you're doing as a, I appreciate as a young that. man, um, getting the word out uh, as far as the entrepreneurs, athletes, and stuff like that. And uh, just say thank you for having me on for the bonus episode. Of course, man. One, so yeah, and, and I'm, this, I'm grateful for that. And then this season one, on a big note, yeah, this is a big episode. Like, uh, it, it has a lot more meaning than you might think. Um, Damian Riley, he's been in the Lexington community doing big things for years now, and now he's actually sitting across from me, and he's going to be able to tell his story on my platform, which is which is you know another blessing in my life, and I really appreciate that. So let, let's get into the thick of things, man. Project Body Bag, tell my audience what Project Body Bag is all about. Uh, man, simple, man. It's I always say it's simple, but. It's more of wanting to get these kids to do right, get the, the mentality to stay out of the streets, to keep them from going to prison, um, get them to, to think twice from pulling a gun, think twice of what they what they do in their everyday living. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Because you know we, we all make mistakes, we all fall and bump our heads as kids, and, and we all come short. <clears throat> but I think right now in today's society it's so easy to get angry at somebody and then one split second you can make a decision that could change your life forever yeah i think uh, it's funny you say that because that, that, that's not talked about a lot you know in, in the actual moment a lot of people don't when they're angry or whatever emotion that they're going through they don't think about that split second right like, hey man should i actually pull out a gun on somebody or should i you know uh uh try to shoot somebody or, or commit any type of gun violence, they don't think about it in a split second and that you're providing, you're reminding young kids who a lot of kids, you know, they, they, they get in the wrong situation and it, it ends out terrible. 
you know what I'm saying? You're pro you're providing your story, and, and I'm I'm so excited to see you actually, you know, go to schools and and, and talk to these kids because you know they I'm sure these kids hear about it and they know it's bad. They know it's bad. That's the funny part. But hearing it from somebody that they don't know and someone who's experienced, been in similar situations as them, it's a blessing to have you on right in front of them, telling them like not to do it. So, so I, I, I respect you for that. Um, Thank you. Tell us a little bit about yourself, like Damian Riley, the person. Like, so, uh, the person is is uh, probably a quiet individual. Um, I grew up here in Lexington, out in the East End area. Um, when it was like Thomas Street, Breckenridge, yeah, man, and a lot of people who go watch this is know those streets. Um, went to elementary here. <clears throat> we moved around a lot, so we okay. was one of them kids that they used to call it uh, a school kid, a homeless school kid. When you move around, you're like a lot of parents move you around a lot. Uh, went to Morton Middle School, Cassidy Elementary, uh, Clay's Mill Elementary. Uh, went to Morton Middle School, Southern. I know Morton. Um, Went to Lee's Town, like I said, we moved a lot. But um, in high school, I went to Lexington Catholic, so I was fortunate enough to play football over at Catholic. Cool. Um, went to school, graduated. Um, from there, just I, I went to I went to Western, tore my ACL playing ball. But from there, you know, when you when you're in sports, you know, a, a physical injury right. it gets mental. You okay. know, and sometimes athletes can recover from it depending on your type of circle that you have. And then, you know, after that, I just came back to Lexington, worked. Uh, I had my first son at the age of 20. He's 21 now, just turned 21 in August. Um, but other than that, man, I started just working and then got into the wrong mix. You know what I'm saying? I knew it wasn't the life for me, but. As kids, as individuals, you always want to try something. You always want to do something. Right, right. <clears throat> so I started from there. I started selling drugs. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then um, it just took a turn, you know. And you you look at it because it's fast money. You know, fast. from working yeah. a nine to five, you can make you can make a grand quick. Quick, you know, <laughs> versus going to work at eight hours. Yeah. You can, you can make a whole paycheck that you make in two weeks in three hours, two, three hours. Yeah. So, you know, uh, did that, of course, where I'm sitting down, of course, didn't have a successful career because there's not no successful career in it. There's not no successful career in dope selling. Exactly. Being yeah. in the streets. It's not, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, back in 2007, got busted. You know, it was it was August, August 18th. I remember it. I always say like, I remember it like a movie because when they kicked in the door, it, it was like a, it felt like a movie, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And <clears throat> um, it's just crazy, you know, because it was, it was 10 days before my son's birthday. Uh, so, you know, getting locked up, having to see him come and see me behind the glass, it, you know, it, that for me and being in, it just, for me, it, 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 it it changed my mindset. Right, 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 right. I, I bet it did, man. Um, so what's the overall mission for Project Body Bag? Like, what are you aiming to do? Okay, like I said, um, it started in 2014. I was in Evansville, and I was sitting in church, and my mission was to see how many kids that we can 
motivate and turn from the streets. And that's the, that's the overall mission. You're not going to be able to save all these kids. That's the one thing. If, if you can save one or two, and those one and two can sow a seed into the next and into the next, then it will help. Right. You, you <coughs> won't, not, you're not going to save everybody. Yeah. Uh, no. No. You Because to be honest, uh, and my fiance, she tells me all the time, and she's she straight up all the time, it's like some of these kids are too far gone. We try not to want to believe it. We try to want to still grab them. But... The reality of it is, some of these kids survive going to prison than yeah. being out on the street because they're alive and not dead at 18. So the mission and the goal was to just get in their minds, get in their heads that we don't want jail or being in a body bag, the last result that somebody remembers them by. You know, we, we, we look at kids all the time, you know what I'm saying, when they pass away on these t-shirts, chains, yeah, and, sick. and and that's a that's a lasting memory that we shouldn't want to look at, you know what I'm saying? I think that's the, the, the gun violence is the most, uh, it's the number one reason why kids are, are dying, you yeah, know, it's, it's yeah. gun violence. And uh, for, for me, you, you shouldn't have to suffer by the hands of another person. Any kind of violence, domestic violence, gun violence, Facts. any violence, you know. Shit happens. You know, uh, we all want to go either by natural causes or, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you know, but, yeah, so. So, what you do, walk us through what you do on, on, on the daily. You, you go to schools, whether it's elementary schools, middle schools, uh, high schools, and, and um, you talk to these kids. Walk us through that whole process. So... As soon as I get to like say we have we have ten students we go to school and uh, I think my last school was Frederick Douglass okay um, here in Lexington right Frederick Douglass High School you have some kids in there that you know dad's in prison mom's working so the streets is they're like they they feel like the streets is the last alternative you know what okay. I'm saying you know and then you have your average kid who wanna be follow follow the leader type yeah, kid yeah, yeah. and then you got your at the other kid is just looking he's just kind of just like okay which way do i go he's he seesawing like so and I, I get in there and i can i give him my story but i also give him the real the real behind what goes on in prison because when you go to prison there is no guarantee you come home either yes yeah, you different, know it's you know it's, it's gladiator school from the time you step off that bus and get behind that fence. You know, it's the gladiator school. So I, I, I give them the real tangibles of what can happen in prison, what they can see, what they can hear, what, you know what I'm saying, what goes on. Right. Prison is a different world, although I never experienced it. From what I've heard, it's different. And the kids, they don't understand that. <laughs> like, no, they don't they care because they don't think that it's going to happen to them. We got a whole body bag here. So yeah. do these kids, they actually go in it, correct? Yeah. So my first presentation that I had in Evansville, I had it for like 50 kids. So what I did was, and my son was actually there because he came and moved there with me. So what I actually do as I begin to talk to him, I'll, I'll put the kids in the body bag. All right. And, you know, while they're in there, I tell them before they go in there, I tell them, Go in the back of your mind and tell me what you think when you come out. But <laughs> here's the thing, you know, I want y'all to tell me what y'all think. But in reality, once you go in here, there ain't no coming out. But I wanted them to like visualize 
like what it is. Yeah, exactly. what it is. Except if it really happens, you're not actually. Yeah. Coming out. So like, when I put them in there, um, I, I leave them in there and I zip it up and I may have two or three other kids carry them off. You know. How, how, lo how long does it take you to actually uh, get into the body bag? Because I would love to experience it. Um, <laughs> it, it, it takes a few seconds, just like it takes a few seconds when you're out there doing wrong and you're, you're either you committed a murder or you got somebody that. They may be tracking you down. And yeah, you know, once the investigators do what they got to do, it takes you two seconds and that's it. Right, right. And, and your whole life changes. And your whole life changes. So, you know, one time I was speaking, it's crazy. You said that one time I was speaking and I literally was really into speaking, had flipped over a table, was really into these kids, telling them, you know, yeah, what could happen. And serious. I accidentally left the kid in the bag for like five <laughs> minutes. I swear. Uh, Everybody was reaching like, okay, is he hot in there? <laughs> but um, I'm glad this thing has a little bitty hose. Yeah, they're small, but but yeah, I had got into it, man, and I, I, I you know, because I want them to understand this is this is it. You yeah. know, there is no life of coming back from out of this bag. And then you know, think about it: if you die in prison, you go to a prison graveyard with just your number. Like if your if your parents and nobody come and claims your body. You're you're in that prison graveyard. No name. No name. Just a number. Sheesh. That's sick, man. It's just the so. the treatment overall, man. Is yeah, yeah. Sick. It's it's gladiator school. You know, we've seen. Uh, you know, uh, me and the couple years that I was in. You know, seen murders, shanks, rapes. I mean, it all happens. You know, and there's and there's it it, it depends on how you make it when you go in. You know, you may get in some altercations. But they've got, I mean, they've got programs where you can get your GED. They've got so many programs that you can get. You can, now, prison is so advanced, you know, cell phones and uh, you can get degrees in there. It's right. all how you make it, you know what I'm exactly. saying? You can come out of this exactly. and you can change. Damien, what's the most imp impactful experience that you've had while talking to these students? A one-on-one -on -one session with a mom and a son. That's probably been the most impactful because... I actually put his mom in the bag. Oh, really? And it kind of, it broke him down and it, he cried and he, it woke him up. Like he started to get real palpitated, he started to get real sweaty. Just real seeing it. Just, just seeing, seeing that. And because not only was he like a D student, he was disrespecting his mom, pulled out a knife on his mom, oh, man. did everything that you think some kids could possibly do. So. We took him out of the room, and we put her in there. And you know how most of these kids now, they're attached to their mom. Right. So he comes back. He's like, did my mom go to the store or something? I said, no, your mom stopped breathing, so we had to call 911 to put her in this bag. He's trying to get through us. He's trying to break away. He's trying to do this. Right. He's, he just started crying. He's breathing real hard. But I told him, I said, this is this is the reality of why you should honor your parents and stop being disrespectful because you only get one mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was a single parent. You only get one mom. But then again, I said, this could be you. She could be looking at you. You know, and then most of these, most of the parents, they don't have life insurance on the kids. That's another big thing that we're dealing with, you know, life insurance. Right. And it's just crazy. It's like, you know, the GoFundMe accounts, I, and me personally, 
I think everybody should have life insurance on their kids. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Regardless of whatever situation. You never know what's going to happen. But if you know you have a kid that's out in the streets that are doing stuff and then you try to get help, the mentors are helping him, but he's just not listening, you need to get life insurance. Absolutely. You, you deal a lot with uh, the community in Lexington. Have you ever thought about you know expanding that? Yes, that is my next step. After this year, expanding this because I've, I've started in Evansville was big, but Evansville is so small and they're, they're not really open minded right. to this or any, you know what I'm saying? We, we They have their mentors just like every other city. But right now, our city is a plague. Lexington is plagued with gun violence, domestic violence. So is the whole nation. So, exactly, yeah, it's an issue that does. Um, so my object is um, I do a presentation yeah. where I have different parts and different scenes set up, what can happen and then how you can overcome. So my thing is trying to expand this, take this from city to city, school to school. And, you know, it takes time because doors got to open right. and stuff like that. And it takes it takes money. You know, so yeah, so those are kind of some of the yeah. obstacles. You yeah. Gotta, yeah. It's you like a overcome. red tape you got to deal with. Um, but yeah, that's my goal, man. Just to take this, and I got one more presentation coming up. Okay. Um, at um, Castlewood Community Center. Okay. October the sixteenth, from one to four thirty. How you feel about that? Um, I'm always excited, but I'm always nervous because you know when you do <laughs> stuff, you want it to run right. You want it to be perfect, and you want it to be perfect, <laughs> but everything ain't perfect in reality. You that's may true. have you may have anything go wrong. Sound. You know, one person step one way and, and do this, but um, I'm, I'm excited um, because there's a message, you know, that I'm trying to get out there with not only the young kids, but the adults, because you got some adults acting like these kids. You got some adults handing these kids drugs, handing them guns, doing, you know what I'm saying? It shouldn't be happening at all. You know, so uh, I'm excited to get this message out there and still... So yeah, I, I, I'm excited for you, Damien, but I, I want to know, um, why do you care so much as an individual? Um, was it just your past story, or is there something more than that deep down? Probably my past story, and also I had a son that he was on the brink of going to prison. Right. Like, he was on the 15, 16, 17. He was on the brink, and I was in Evansville at the time. And then I brought him there and, you know, try to get him into a private school. And the, the drugs is, is, is an epidemic also. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So selling drugs, it, it, it kills the community. You know, I wasn't selling what they're doing, selling now, fentanyl, which is automatic death to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, crazy. It's, it's just crazy. But just my story, selling drugs, wanted to get back. To, to make sure these kids have a, a future yeah. that, you know, because, you know, as growing up in the 80s, I was born in 81. You know, that's when crack cocaine yeah. hit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yep. In the 80s and the 90s. 90s was pretty You bad. know, and we, we just, everybody that was in the game, we didn't show these kids how to be now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I don't know as far as how you are with well, like the music, but social media plays yeah, a big part. The, the, you know, the rap music. Music, music yeah, definitely it just, has a part just, it. It's just, <laughs> back in the day, you know, when I was growing up, we, we had 
Sega Genesis, and, and we, we didn't have the social media, yeah. you know, like that. You know, we it was MySpace. You right, couldn't do right, anything right, really right. on MySpace. You yeah, know, you so got Instagram, Twitter. Yeah. I mean, it's everywhere. And then, so if I had to say, yeah, just just you know my story. And so what, what's your what, Damien? What's your biggest take on on the recent uh, gun violence that has been happening in the Lexington <laughs> community? Because it's it's been getting um, out of control, man. Like last week, uh, there was gun violence at, at a party, UK party on campus. Was it on campus? I don't think it was on campus. It was a little bit off campus. A little bit off campus. University of Kentucky's campus. Uh, what's your take on on this this increase in gun violence? Um, it's crazy how back then we had a thing called micro city government. Okay. In the mayor's training office, where at fourteen I can go work and make about $350 as a 14-year-old and go in the mall and right. buy stuff. And now it's like it's, there's not so many opportunities for the younger generation to do, which, you know, you, you have to look in the last two years. COVID played a big part. Yeah. Um, yeah shutting down everything, taking everything out of business. You know, but the, it... You have to try to revamp as a city, as a whole. You have to try to revamp different stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, open up opportunities. Try to get opportunities. Um, now there's a lot of jobs that's opening up for for kids to do. But it's just like now they really don't have anything to do to to get their mindset. Right. Like okay, I want to do this. I want to do that. You know, can I go do this? So that's where it yeah. now through a lot of programs and organizations, you know what I'm saying, out there just, just trying to get these kids motivated right, right, right. to get them jobs, to, you know, so. So, uh, Project Body Bags, uh, all over the Lexington community, um, you're going to schools, you're talking to these schools, uh, uh, you're talking to the students, letting them know about the Project Body Bag, what can happen to them if they don't you know, go on the right path. How can my audience get involved with Project Body Bag, or anybody in general, or anybody you know uh, in living in the Lexington area that wants to you know help out a little bit and, and support your organization? How can they get involved? So, right now, uh, with me being back in Lexington for two years, it's like I'm a fresh face, but I'm here. Um, so, um, it, I can I can be contacted through uh, my Project Body Bag Facebook page, um, my email, which is Project Body Bag, right. or um, you can look on the content on my YouTube page, Project mm -hmm. Body Bag, and you can always leave a, a message. I think you can leave we'll a message. We'll put that up. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to. Um, but um, if you want to sponsor, we have, a, like I said, upcoming presentation is coming up. If you want to be a sponsor and you want to, you know, sponsor that, would be great to to Absolutely. get anybody's organization out there. We try we try to be an outlet. You know, there I doing a presentation. I, I get speakers to come in so I can keep sowing the seeds so they can allow to know who's right, out right. there, and who's doing what, what these kids other than me, what I have going on that they can also because we want these kids to be consistent, like consistent, consistent. Because the moment these kids stop, they're gonna. They're gonna get in their head and they're gonna be like, okay, don't nobody care for me. Uh, he mentored me for 
a year and now he's gone. Yeah, it's, it's not real. And that's, yeah, yeah, they don't believe, believe it's not yeah. real. But um, yeah, man, just contact me on Facebook. Um, I have a page. and For sure, y'all heard yeah. him. Um, Damien, where do you see this going, Project Body Bag? Like, what's the what's the ceiling for you with this? Uh, the ceiling for me, I've always, <laughs> when I started this thing, I didn't think it was going to take off yeah. like, I, like I imagined. But I, I'm, I'm trying to, like, we even with my presentation, I'm, I'm trying to get to theater. I told myself I want to be like Tyler Perry. Well, like, I, I want to be, I want this thing to take off so quick and that's and that's of course with with patience yeah and the thing about it you know what i'm saying when god tells you yes he'll tell you yes um, but when god's he tells time. you no he'll tell you no if he tells you to go through that right door and not the left you go through the right so it with timing and patience and you got to put in the work too you can't just expect something to come for you so you got to put in the grind and work too and you got to you know, it's, it's one time I reached out, I think, to like 50 churches. Jeez. And I think all churches told me no. It was too harsh. It was too, you know what I'm saying, for their youth. But, you know, one thing about <clears throat> the churches have to understand, not many young folk are coming into church. <laughs> They're not. Because they, you know, to sit there two, three hours, listen to a pastor speak about something that is a message that could change their life. Yeah. It they be like, oh no, we're not yeah, coming. Yeah. We're not coming. So you have to go outside <laughs> the church. While, yeah, you have That's to go fact. outside and get them exactly you where they where they are. You have exactly. to meet them where they are. And you have to hear their voice too, because a lot of kids, I think, some days they they're talking and they don't think nobody listen. So you have to you have to listen to what they say, right. because some of these kids are actually saying something that they they want stuff to be done, and as adults sometimes we don't listen. You know, that's just facts. Yeah, I think that's it's crazy to say that because that's very true, and I'm learning. I'm learning from what you're saying, Damien. That's perfect. Um, And another thing that I'm taking away from this is that I'm not working hard enough. You're working hard. (laughs) I need to work a little bit more harder because you working. You emailing 50 people like you. You're dedicated. Like it's simple. It's that simple. Give me some advice, not not only for me but my audience as well. For um, well. Dealing with gun violence, what, what um, should they do? You know, when, when it comes to gun violence, get. I tell you what, biggest thing you can do is tap into your wherever you are, whatever state you're in. Tap into your state representatives. Vote. Uh, of course, us as African Americans, we think I'm a vote. This might not go nowhere, but it does. You know, it helps. You, you, it, it helps. And not only every four years or every four years when the presidents come in, you have to vote for your local state, too, because that I mean, you, you have to. That is a big plus. You have to vote for your mayor, city council people, judges. You know what I'm saying? Those votes when you're voting, when those times come up to vote, those votes really matter, because even though you don't see everything on a federal federal, federal level every level. day. Yeah. You're in your state. You're locally. That city. your local city government matters on on who you have to. You know what I'm saying? Come no, across. definitely. Yeah, it makes so, sense. So uh, 
A lot of people don't know that though. They just think oh, no, it's president. No. <laughs> yeah, they, no, it's deeper yeah, than let's that. vote for the president. Let's vote for everybody in Washington. But you <laughs> know, about your community, what about yeah. Lexington, what about Louisville, so, yeah. But um, I, I think it starts with voting, um, education, educate yourself on gun laws. Um, you just have to read up on things. I think educating yourself is the most, most, most thing about it. Um, a lot of people are looking to move in different areas. I think in the United States, everywhere, it's, it's plagued with gun violence, no matter it's where all you over, go. Man. It's an issue that's just been ongoing, whether it's uh, mass shootings or mm -hmm. you know uh, inner city shootings. It's just been going on and on, and I think that you know we can talk about it Right. Like we can sit here and talk about it, but but we got to do something about it. You know, we got to come together, whether it's voting or um, educating the young kids, yeah. um, helping out the younger generation understand, you know, the, the importance of of gun violence and, and, and bringing that down. Um, Damien, it's been an absolute pleasure. Before we end out this episode, I'm going I'm to get in this body bag, man. I, I got to at least try that out. <laughs> Let me see. I uh, might have to try you out the body bag and this. Oh, oh, oh yeah. okay. So okay. <laughs> that, that's for you, man. Oh, is this that's, for me? Yeah, that's oh, for I you. appreciate that. That's for you. Yeah. So, Project Body Bag, I appreciate it. Nice little t shirt. Rep that in the episode. <laughs> we'll take this. It's long ways. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll put you in it and then just ask you some of the same. Yeah, we can go through the whole process, man. <coughs> Lay flat on your back. Oh, man. Scoot up a little bit. And it's just like, you know, like in the corners, they come on the crime scene, they do their investigation. The facts. And, uh, you know, you take this thing. And just like I had to say to kids, you know, getting... When you come out of here, mm -hmm. I want your honest opinion on life and how you think how you think it should go and what you do if you were a teenager, right, wilding out and doing, you know, disrespecting, bullying kids, right. how this could change your life. I got you. The innocence of people from all over the world has been stripped away from the threat of gun violence. Because of its cycle, it hasn't stopped, and it only has become a part of our reality. We must come together and create that balance so that we can eliminate the threat of gun violence. The issue of the gun violence is everyone's issue, and this problem is everyone's problem. Let's make a change today. This is a place where I don't feel alone. Oh man, get me out. Get out of here, man. Woo! It's a little scary in there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, this is this is this is it. This is, you know, toe tag, freezer. Autopsy, of course, you know, dealing with the gun violence, it's, it's automatically the autopsy will be, they still have to do it, but, you know, it's a short process than usual. Yeah, man, it's definitely scary, man. Uh, you, don't, you don't feel alive when you're in there, I'll no. tell you that much. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't. 
Scary sight, man. I hope my audience is taking this all in. Um, gun violence is an issue that's been ongoing in our country for for years now, and I hope that you know Damian Riley in this episode, this bonus episode, is changing somebody's life. You know, it doesn't have to change everybody's life, but if I could change one person, whether it's a kid, uh, uh, an adult, mom, dad, you know, a teen, if I could change one person's life, and me and Damian. You know, uh, doing this episode can have an impact on you. Then, then, then that, that's that's all I care about. Ali, I want to thank you so much for coming thank on, you, man. Thank you, man, for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. Um, stay tuned for season number two, which is coming out in a few weeks. So uh, we'll get that out to you. And uh, like I said, I hope this episode changed your your viewpoint on life. That's it. For more episodes and exclusive content, subscribe to What's Next with Rio.